Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the Five Star Network. I am, as always, your host, Sonderbjorn, and I am back after taking a two-week break for very personal reasons. Uh, but we are a podcast all about Dragon Gate and DDT, and the full trio is here. Both Yannick and Dylan are here. Thank you guys for filling in for me last week. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. It's the weekend. Let's watch some wrestling. Let's talk all the wrestling. And yeah, let's have an enjoyable few minutes, hours. Let's see how long we're at it. Hey, Sandre, we missed you. It's good that you're back here. Uh, always hope to do a good job, whether you're here or not. Uh, you know, we were going to be here anyway, you know, so we, we took it out upon ourselves and Yannick. Did a great job uh, carrying the load and hosted the show. Really love yeah. seeing that. Uh, also, we had... this week was the debut episode, the debut bonus episode of uh, the dramatic specials. To be honest. Yes. Um, Dylan, not to, <laughs> not to uh, like front you in any case, but it was so much easier to talk with Flush. Or to host the show with Flush, because he basically hold a monologue. <laughs> oh, okay. That's uh, how was... you felt about that. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, like last week's recording was pretty draining for me. Um, because usually, Sondra does all the all the work, um, and I sit here and I talk my my stuff. I don't take notes, uh, but like with with last week's episode, I made some notes um, to, or like comparably a lot of notes to to get all the, the information in that I wanted. Um, and at the end of that, my my voice was really like starting to feel it. And obviously, with the dramatic special, it's just a different concept. It's just like a, a chat between friends. Yeah. Um, and like information is not necessarily the the point of it. Yeah. But yeah, Flush was we... just talking so much, and it was so interesting, but also just so I easy was... and had such had such a good flow. It was very easy for me. <laughs> I was going to explain uh, what the, those specials will be uh, in the future. Uh, it, it will be you. It's your I, your idea completely, uh, and you will be inviting friends on to talk about their experiences as a fan of the product uh, and of the promotions that we cover. Yes, exactly. Um, guest number two is already secured. It's not scheduled um, now. It will be a, a bit of a few weeks at least, but yeah, like it, it will episode be like two is going to the month thing, I think. <laughs> oh, uh, no, please don't put like that schedule on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I will allow, I will put a limit on one month between. Okay. You, you can't get too much spotlight there. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't know there was so much politics between you two on this show uh, going on. I didn't either, Dylan. I didn't either. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, well, you know, the thing is, though, uh, I do want to say, we've done shows before between between us, so 
did you were you slacking on all of all of the shows we did together before and now this is yes because they were your shows you were hosting those shows now i guess uh, that's true and and i thought you did a great job to be honest with you and in all honesty uh so like we talked about a lot of stuff last week as well uh so we definitely uh, bridged our way did a good job uh you previewed the tournament we are going to talk about today and I I I I really enjoyed the listen uh, to last week's episode. I thought it was really good. I was uh, just happy because I know you were going to attack me just like he did when I said Eno wasn't that great. <laughs> I didn't have the energy because I had already uh, attacked Yannick. Uh, yeah, I already <laughs> felt uh, attacked by Yannick because he bullied my. Oh, he flexed on you with the yeah. <laughs> with the Kessikawato. <laughs> listen, listen. listen. <laughs> Mixing uh, the Scandinavian languages with Latin is not a good. It's not a good thing. Like no, no, no one from Scandinavia is good at Latin uh, languages like the Spanish or French or whatever. Okay. Okay. Did, how do you feel? I mean, this has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about, but very briefly, what? How do you feel about there now being a Scandinavian hurricane? wrestler in Japan. I still call her Alice Inc., but yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. Do you feel more represented? No, no, no. Alex, Alex is right. Alice Inc. is even shorter. Why are they doing this? I, oh, yeah, it's much more difficult, the new version, to say. I don't, I don't know I don't, why. I don't like Scandinavia being represented by two Swedes in, uh, in uh, Puro right now. <laughs> It's Ender Kara in BW <laughs> and it's Alice Inc. in Stardom. Isn't Ender Kara? Isn't his nickname literally the Turkish assassin? Yeah, but <laughs> he is from Sweden. He is from Sweden. <laughs> There's a lot of Turks in Sweden. Okay. Shout out to Ender Kara. Um, yeah, I have yeah, met him. Per- I met and have. Yeah, I haven't met him personally. That's very hard to say right now. Um, but I heard lots of good stuff. Many people about him. Maybe he must be a class act. Maybe one day I, I'll invite both Alice Inc. and Ender Kara on here and have a Scandinavian Dramatic Dream Dragon special. <laughs> I'm sure if we dig back far enough in my, in my lineage, somebody will be from around there. Uh, <laughs> my, you know, my grandfather, 25 generations removed, maybe. Yep. Uh, on there. But uh, no, no, I just <laughs> I was just thinking about that when you brought the Scandinavian up uh, there. Yeah, so true. The, the Scandinavian wrestling scene is growing. Ex- it's growing. No one from Norway. <laughs> You'll get there one day. Yeah. You will be the one to turn it around. You are the representation yeah. way in pro wrestling. It's all on your shoulders. Yeah, it is my gimmick. I always say when I guest on a podcast that I am the only Sondre that talks about pro wrestling. You, it's easy to find it. I thought your gimmick <laughs> is being bald. Oh, wow, okay. What a, uh, what a low blow. We are we are eight minutes into the episode, and we haven't talked anything about uh, the co- companies we review. And that's because we only have one show to fully review this, <laughs> this, this week. We have some matches here and there from Dragon Gate, uh, but we will mostly cover the opening round of the Dio Grand Prix 2023 from Corrigan Hall on the 26th of November, last Sunday live on the Wrestle Universe. 678 fans in the building. They do not lie on the attendance. <laughs> uh, unlike someone else. Uh, dark match. 
Opening match, Union Yura Kuruku defeated Kazusama uh, Sumi and Rukia when Kuruku submitted Rukia with a modified Triangle Lancer. It has a 100% win rate as usual after 8 minutes and 40 seconds. Yannick, you recommended me watch, uh, to watch this and I thought it was very fun. It was the normal rookie match. Uh, really fun. Shame uh, Yura Kuruku got hurt in this match though. Yeah, torn biceps or triceps, something like that. Torn, uh, torn triceps and yeah. an evolution fracture in his left elbow. Man, ugh. he's gonna be out for a while. Who? Uh, Yura Kuruku. With evolution or something. Yeah, Ev- evolution fracture. Oh, oh, okay. It's oh, okay. I thought you were talking about a different wrestler, evolution. Yeah, I was so yeah. confused. Yes, I think he will be out for a while. Yeah, he is out of action for a while, and he has has to forfeit from the Asia Tag Title Challenge uh, with Yusuke Okada that he was and... scheduled for, which really sucks. I was very looking forward to Yusuke. Yeah, Okada. yeah, like we were calling for that match to happen or that challenge with this exact team to happen for a while now. Um, it sucks. It sucks yeah. a lot. This match was good. Um, very fun. Like I, uh, I recommended it because the DDT re- uh, rookies are always good. Um, yeah. It's very fun seeing Sumi and Rookie are. They're very different, but they just they slowly grow into what they are. Especially Sumi felt pretty flat for a long time to me yeah but like yeah. he gets he gets something he figures it out yeah for sure uh have you ever heard my headcanon about those two my headcanon about those two is that on the bus uh Sume is watching torimon tapes and uh, uh rukia is watching back uh, to night in soul japan tapes that's headcanon right there okay Okay. I, I um, <laughs> yeah, the All Asia um, title match that is happening tomorrow, I think, on the second. Probably uh, no, today. It's, when been, this... it's been pushed to the, the ninth. To the ninth, okay. Um, it will now be Eruption, uh, Sakaguchi, and Okada. Uh, Okatani versus Okada and, to the surprise of absolutely no one, Chunakiyama. Yeah. Which raised Okada's chances to win the title by so much. <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm still anything, anything still, it's so late, Yeah. <laughs> still looking forward to the to the match. This will be very fun too. Just yeah. not the same. Yeah. Uh Dylan, what do you think about this rookie opener? Did you watch it? No, to be honest, I didn't because I've been watching a million tournaments uh, yeah. lately with All Japan and New Japan. And my rule is, actually, New Japan just debuted some new some new rookies, too. I've been meaning to catch up on them, but then Thanksgiving happened. Yeah. Um, my sister's birthday happened. Uh, happy birthday. Happy, uh, happy birthday. birthday. Yes, absolutely. Uh, she She's very appreciative of any nice words said about her. Uh, as well, and uh, my grandpa Ken, his birthday's tomorrow as well. So, uh, happy birthday, birthday, Ken! Yeah, oh, he, he and I'm sure he appreciates it. He he's very he's just a very angry person right now. Uh, with going into New Japan, 
I'm going into Wrestle Kingdom. I'm going into stuff watching on American Wrestling. You watch it on TV. Yeah. He realizes, you know, the show sucks pretty much. I mean, CM Punk came back. It, it drove him nuts. When, you know, I have to calm him down sometimes, which literally happened, by the way. When he he got so mad, I did have to calm him down <laughs> for the record when that happened. But the fact is, I didn't have enough time to watch yeah. uh, watch this rookie match. But my question is, you yes. mentioned Sumi. You mentioned Rukia. What does Uni watch on the bus, you think, Sandre? Oh, he watches only, he, 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 like... Prime he DDT. watches. Kote, yeah. He only watches like prime Kote Bushi tapes and like stuff like that. You think they like? He just walked to the office and was like, "Hey, do you guys have any DVDs of like yeah. the, st- the stuff you did twenty years ago? Can I get yeah. them all?" He is the one holding all the like dark tapes that we really want to get our hands on. Like, he, yeah, for sure. He he definitely has all the like weird stuff. That's your um, next mission, Yannick. When you go to Japan, you've got to infiltrate DDT. And find someone that has all of the DVDs of DDT from 2003, <laughs> and then all of those. Uh, times. And Michelle has them, probably. That she does. You're <laughs> totally right about that. She's the best source that you could find for all of that. Hey, she, nobody loves Poison Sawada Julie. Yes, nobody loves Poison Sawada Julie more than Michelle. Uh, so shout yes. out to her. Yeah, and uh, then uh, I didn't watch the la- the next two matches because. On paper, these two next matches look terrible for me. Uh, Tetsu Eno, Yunakiyama, and Yusuke Kata burning, defeated Daisuke Sasaki, Demos, and MJ Paul when Endo pinned Demos with the Burning Star Press. Um, I have still not watched the Demos versus Endo Universal title match. Yeah, because it didn't happen. Oh, fuck it. When is it? <laughs> it, was, it? You know, it's Demos versus Mao. Mao is the champion. Oh, fucking hell. I'm so I actually haven't seen it either. <laughs> I'm yeah, so done. Either. I was just saying, like, are <laughs> okay. you sure? I thought that match happened. I I totally, no, yeah, Endo totally wrestled, wrestled Demos. Like, that was like the main pairing of this match. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was fun enough, but it's still um, a damnation match. So, yeah, yeah. it's not. I can't recommend it. Same as the next match. I, I love that I f- completely forgot that Mao has the title now, not that Mao. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, very funny. Uh, <laughs> to be match, fair, though, I, I do want to shout out our, a pretty decent uh, history of Demas uh, oh, as well. I, okay. I gave you some fun facts, things you might not know if you're interested in your Demas history. Yeah, now you, you started. Now, come on. <laughs> come on, come on, give us some Demas history. <laughs> Well, I did last week. Uh, his oh, wife okay, okay. Was, a, was a wrestler. Oh, like, yeah, she was a yeah, Joshi yeah. wrestler. Uh, she, he was originally Pequeno uh, Damien, say, say, says. Uh, Damien wrestled in the Super J Cup. Uh, like, the, like the second one, I think. Uh, the, the, the 95 version. Uh, so he's got a history in Japan. I gave you all these facts last week. Listen to the last yeah. episode. Yeah. Don't make me repeat. <laughs> okay, I forgot that. It sounded um, like you you had a new story to tell. Oh. Okay. No, I mean, there's only so far I could go. It's it's. Deep. Okay, the, the demo stories are only so. There's only so far you can go with the demo yeah. stories. <laughs> yeah, Some some of them are not safe for, for work, I guess. We talked way too much about this match already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next match: uh, Masahiro Takanashi, Antonio Honda, and Takeshi Masada. Uh, Shonen Friday International. 
defeated Dantra Godino, Makuro Ishii, and Toi Kojima when Masara pinned Oishi with the Masara Power Kobu Muki Muki after 8 minutes and 46 seconds. Yeah, the chirp is Spanish. Okay. <laughs> I think you no. talked way too much about this match now. Yes, fair. Let's go on to Race Saito versus Mao. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's go on to the actual tournament matches. The tur- the Dio Grand Prix 2023 opened with the Universal Champion Mao versus Ray Saito in the B block. Ray Saito, the All Japan uh, World Tag Champ and the G Infinity Tag Champ. Uh, he is from all Japan, and he won here with the Drilla Hole Pile Driver after 10 minutes and 22 seconds, picking up his first two points in the tournament. I thought this was a pretty good start to Ray Saito's tournament. I think Mao was the perfect first opponent for him, because Mao just made Ray look like a million bucks with his selling. Yeah, Dylan, go on. Yeah, um... I thought the match really worked, actually. Uh, for the reasons you said <laughs> about Mao being a great first opponent for Ray, he just looked enormous in there against Mao, and they worked a great match as well. Uh, I thought where Mao, like you said, very traditional. It wasn't like they rewrote the book or anything like that, but uh, he was making everything look really good. Uh, Ray. Again, we've seen him this year. We watched him in the Champion Carnival, and he was definitely the better of the uh, the Saito brothers for sure. Um, I've been seeing a lot of the Saitos lately, uh, with yeah, uh, with, with them in the real world tag league. And I have to say, first of all, in this match, I mean, compare this finish, the drill hole pile driver that he hit on Mao, compared to the one he hit on Galeno Del Mall. Which oh, literally may be the worst yeah. finish of, of the year. Uh, this one and this one looked great, so it goes to show how yeah. what a difference opponents can make. Yeah, the, the I completely forgot about that match because I watched it at the airport, but I now remembered it, and yeah, that was a pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have wanted to try to escape the plane just so I had to stop watching it if I was there. Uh, yeah. So Ray Saito is already a success um, because uh, the reason to bring an outsider in is either like to tell a story um, or to bring new people, ideally both, or new fans to the show. Yeah, And he, he already succeeded in that because today yeah. um, Desiree um, on Twitter tweeted, Ray Saito versus Mao was a good first showing for Ray on DDT. I just found out he wa- was even in the GP while randomly browsing Wrestle Universe. So, it obviously worked out. Um, I'm, I was pleasantly surprised by this match. Um, it was definitely a tad better than I expected it, and I expected a good match. Yeah. Um, this was a good a good first match to this this GP and I'm looking forward to Ray Saito. Ray also brought a lot of um, fans into the building because you could hear when he made his entrance there was a lot of like the old Japan uh, people chanting for, it, for him. And it's the it theme fun. music man. Yeah it's yeah. Dream it's Warriors. Have you guys seen <laughs> probably not but 
have you guys seen Kento and Yuma's live stream on uh, Kento's YouTube channel? No. Sounds... They were in, they were invaded by the Saito brothers. Okay. <laughs> and they sat down uh, and ate a burger and talked in their ungodly deep voices and it's like obviously I didn't understand the word but it was very funny. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah, uh yeah. Ray Saito, I'm I'm looking forward to the rest of his tournament. I think this uh now match is going to be one of the bigger highlights, but I could see uh, someone else in B Block bringing something good out of him. I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does with the next B Block wrestler we're going to talk about. Kazuki Hirata! The next match was a B Block match of the DO. Kazuki Hirata lost in his uh, return to, uh, no, his debut in the tournament to Kanon. Kanon picked up his first two points with a Crucifixion Cobra twist while dancing to Tokyo Go. After 8 minutes and 27 seconds. Uh, this was too long. Uh, it was... I thought it was charming enough at the start. But then it had a lot of Conan heat work. Which he is very bad at. In my opinion. Uh, but Hirata was charming enough. And uh, the finish was very funny. Yes. Um, a plus one for the finish. And that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, like you totally said it. Like the finish was... Very amusing. The rest of the match was like literally a nothing match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't have anything else to say about it. Other than don't watch. I, I like the match. Yeah, th- yeah. This is the one match I like. Say of the uh, tournament matches that I say just skip this. Don't don't bother. Um, but I liked the the start being uh, Hirata uh, f- firing up with the Tokyo Go and beating down Kanon. Even though Kanon also everything of that. Yeah. Um I'm not sure I would recommend the next match though. Uh I would recommend. I mean, it's five minutes. It's not that long. <laughs> what else are you gonna do with five minutes? Yeah. Uh uh Yukino in his return, uh, under the new gimmick of I have muscles and I'm big and not sex uh, sexy anymore. And very confused looking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Their first A block match of the night, um, Yuki Ino picked up his first two points over Mr. DDT Harashima, and he did it with the low altitude spear, which was a spear to the kneeling Harashima, after 5 minutes and 31 seconds. I thought, I thought this worked pretty well as a reintroduction to Yuki Ino. I thought he did a lot of great hoss stuff. I thought the pounce out of nowhere was very cool. I I could see him him workshopping that into a very good, cool thing. Uh, when when he charged for uh, Harashima in the corner, but Harashima hit a really quick somato to him, that was very smooth. Uh, and the finish was pretty cool. Uh, I thought this was a fun little match. Nothing, nothing like, oh... Big recommend, but I thought it was a fun match for Eno's return. Yeah, I'm about as confused about it as Eno looked. Yeah, um, I think that's the point, though. I think Eno is Eno Eno's character right now is confused. Like he he won very decisively in a very short time. 
but this has no direction at this point. At least I don't see it. Yeah, I I, I can see that. Which is I, which I, is fine. I think it's gonna be something that he works on through throughout the tournament. That's yes, story. which which is fine. If this is not like the sta- uh, status quo, um, if this isn't the standard. The theme music was very placeholder. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, that's what that's what <laughs> I mean. That's exactly what I mean. It's it's no, not, but I nothing... I don't remember. I don't remember uh, having a negative. Yeah, but, reaction to it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean like Yeah yeah, I know what you mean, Sondra. I know what yeah. you mean, but Dylan, the big Yuki Ino doubter here. What do you think about this? I mean it's official. One match in match of the year level match. He's proved <laughs> me wrong. And oh. who are we to doubt this man? <laughs> I, I, mean, I, swear, I swear, if it, there wasn't like a big ocean in between, I would throw hands right now. I, I, what, what, okay, so the thing is, he didn't look good in this match. It no, no, problem. he didn't. He didn't. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and I, he had some moves that I thought were like, some moves, like you said, the pounce looked good. I gotta tell you, uh, maybe it was just this match with Hiroshima. I thought the regular spear looked better than the the low altitude spear. Personally. Yeah, I think he, that it's something he's workshopping. <laughs> like yeah, ev- yeah. everything about him right now, the, the <laughs> trunks, the team, the theme, the moveset, everything is him workshopping his new thing. Yeah, and, and that's why I'm not going to be too hard on this. I didn't think it was a great match. He had some really sloppy moments and moves as well in there that I didn't think looked that good. Uh, that face buster thing he did. I, I didn't like that much. And like I said, I'm not a big fan of the finish. I thought, that, again, only because the regular spear I thought looked so much more impactful. Maybe it was just a selling. Maybe on somebody else it'll look better, uh, you know, or worse, I guess, uh, considering how you want to say it. But like you said, Sandre, you're totally right. I look at this as kind of step one and not necessarily the, des- the destination. And yeah. by the end of it, we'll be able to look back. And like Yannick said, if this is kind of what we get in most of his matches then yeah. I'll probably be negative on his tournament. But yeah, for right I, now... I agree I'm, with that. But, but I'm open to this being the first step. I'm not ready to throw in the towel on him yet. But for a first step, I didn't think this was particularly good or, or stand out either. It wasn't Should, bad, but it wasn't. Noted, this is the first match since uh, 2021 where he hasn't done any like sexual thing. This is the first serious match he has had since 2021. It, I'm not saying right. that that it's like, I'm not saying that it's it, it that is not wrestling, but I also think it's a kind of different thing to do to go from showing your butt to the camera for two years straight to now doing serious wrestling. Yeah, and I think that's why you can't judge him this early overall, yeah. you know, overall. But like I said, for uh, what we no, see... No, it's settled. It's settled. We need the yeah. butt again. No. <laughs> yeah, no. That, that we know is not true. <laughs> but uh, I would just say, you know, this to me is kind of like, you know, that two and a half star level match. For five minutes, it was fine. Like you said, it's not like it'll, you'll hate it, but I didn't think he stood out in any real way, like, positively to me. Other yeah. than, yeah, he's got 
uh, muscles. <laughs> Pretty much, I guess that is his gimmick very accurately. But somehow that makes him not sexy, according to you. I mean, uh, I mean, he's, 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 he's the resident by guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I can say he is still a bit sexy. Okay, <laughs> but. <laughs> But okay. now he's, he's not I have in to your say, face about it. <laughs> I have to say he's a very good trainer jacket model. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. I'm very happy to have ordered it. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be happy when I have to pay the shipping. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, man, that trainer jacket looked awesome. But yeah. Yes, it's, uh, it's clean. Up until the next match, the semi-main event, uh, the semi-final, I mean... The B-Block, Yukio Naya picks up his first two points, defeating Chris Brooks with the world's best backdrop after 16 minutes and 10 seconds. Um, I thought this was good. Like, not pretty solid match. This is, like, the most, like, 3.5-star match you can find. (laughs) If that. We have definitely... Different definitions for for three point five stars. I know. Well, that that sounded ominous. What what do you mean by that? For me, a three point five is a a really good match. Yeah, I thought this was good. I was thought it was solid. It sounds very in the solid corner and not in the good corner, like of the. Yeah. I, I like this a lot, not gonna lie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> then you, you probably have it higher than me then. Yes, I do. Yeah, okay. Let's hear it. Um, no, let's, let's first bring Dylan in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, you made it sound like you didn't like it, which I was surprised. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, because I thought it was pretty good. I, uh, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I said it. No, no, not you. I'm saying Yannick oh. made it sound like he didn't like it. No, I do. Uh, I do. I just yeah. don't have that much to say about it because I thought it was a basic well, good match. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, to me, Naya is not like he didn't come across super special in this match, but what they did was good. Like, everything they did execution wise, I had some quibbles with the, the prior match, but in this match, I thought the execution was good all mm-hmm. throughout. They they accomplished exactly what they wanted in the match. Um, Brooks, I thought was interesting that he, uh, I don't want to say more heelish, but he was like, try, you know, he attacked him right before the match. Yeah. Uh, you had the stuff with Schadenfreude. You know, they, they had like a lot going on here, which I thought was interesting. Maybe they're taking Brooks in a new direction. But for at least one match, I thought this really worked. It was a good match. I wouldn't be against Brooks going in a, in a more of a heel direction. I think yeah, I mean, he's very he's likable already... as a babyface, but I think he could be re- really good as a heel also. Yeah, and he's like reached his apex kind of like with the title reign. Yeah. So why not? I think that's kind of like an unwritten rule in wrestling. Like once you reach the top, you can in one way. Why not give the other side a shot? I, I don't think it's a bad idea at all. Yeah, and he can he can play both sides so well. So yeah. And it will give I think a he, he can s- the heal also, like yeah, uh, he can easily easily swap like from one day to the other or like even yeah. on, on like the same same show, um, as we see, like as we see in uh, in Gotham Move, like CDK oh. or Tremendous Heels. Yeah, 
I will oh. watch. I will watch the, the match. Some I will watch it. Probably Speaking not today. Speaking of great, uh, okay, I have to recommend this match. Uh, it happened. It happened. It got uploaded this week. Uh, it is from Gotham Move. It's on Gotham Move's uh, YouTube channel. Best Bros: Balianaki and Meisuruga versus Chris Brooks and Masahiro Takanashi CDK. The end to the trilogy that started in chocolate in the Chocolate Square, square ended in Shinkiba. Um, it aired earlier this week, I think. No, last week, last weekend. Amazing, amazing tag match. Just, it's so. If you follow these wrestlers' stories and the best bros versus CDK like feud that they have had throughout the pandemic. It was such a rewarding match, and to see like the moves that uh, Aki and May came up with on the mat and on the like wall of ch- of the Chocolate Square in Choco Pro, being done in like the ring versus the people that they invented them against, is just awesome. You have to watch this match. It's an amazing match to find out on the Got Move uh, uh, YouTube channel. It's free. Definitely yes, watch. No paywall. But you can pay them, and you should. Yeah, for sure. Join them on the YouTube or do the PayPal or Patreon thing, whatever. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it. The, the right moment hasn't arisen yet. Um, but I'll. I really, really like the the first two matches. They were tremendous. Yeah. And as I said to you yesterday, I because I watched it yesterday when I was on my way home from the city. And I forgot to walk off at my bus stop. And I took the bus one stop longer because I was so invested in the match. <laughs> because I was. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yuki Onaya. Yes. Good. I like him. Obviously, uh, Grizz. Uh, this is. But to, to go with the, with the store rating, I'd go with probably like 3.75, and I don't take that lightly. Um, yeah, I think it this was a really good match. Not the best on the show. I wouldn't go like a, I wouldn't go like the full recommendation, like the 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 four stars, the eight points. Um, but this is what I wanted to see out of a Yuki Onaya that I expect to make some waves this this tournament. Oh yeah, I I really hope he does. Um finally earned that amazing theme he has. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, interesting to see Chris Brooks lose in the opening round. Uh, I mean, I, I, since I wasn't here to give my reasoning of why I, I saw him versus uh, Eno as the final, first of all, I forgot about Endo. I, I, Endo is someone <laughs> I forget about easily, and I forget <laughs> that he could easily win this. And I agree that he is probably the most likely, but I, 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 my reasoning for Yuki Eno beating Chris Brooks in the final was that it would it would like strengthen Yuki Eno even more uh, as the winner uh, to have him beat the most recent champion in the final. But yeah, that's my big reasoning there, and I think the match could be decent. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, Yukino is a big question mark. Yukinaya is a higher question mark. He, I think Yukinaya has a higher high than Yukino can have right now. 
and I, yeah, I look forward to the rest of the tournament. That's and an then, interesting question. I don't have an answer to it. Yeah. Uh, then we have the main event. Yuki Ueno versus Kazusada Higuchi. Uh, a rematch from Nevermind uh, t- uh, 2022, the last show, the last big show of DDT last year on the 27th of December, I think. Uh, I remember, I remember uh, that was one of the last shows. Like, I remember listening to you guys' review, uh, like, Patreon review of that show. And I remembered thinking about our Final Gate review that we all t- did together on the uh, Patreon for Dylan. Uh, and I remembered, like, when I listened to you guys talk about Nevermind, I thought, we should make this a show next year. DDT and Dragon Gate. And lo and behold, yeah. it became a show. <laughs> So I remember, yeah. yeah, and we're almost at the anniversary of our Patreon that we did. I remember it was the day after Christmas. Like yeah, that's yeah. really, yeah. Quite, final Gate day. Yeah. So final gate is which, very which just shows how crazy it is how fast this became a thing afterwards. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. literally like a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Yuki Ueno uh, defeated Kazusada uh, Gucci with a, with a fantastic BR. After 17 minutes and 46 seconds, I thought this match was fantastic. I thought this was like the complete version of their title match from last year. And I thought Yuki Ueno looked so good here as the champion. And I I think I am very into this because uh, the the story they're t- telling with Higuchi right now. But yeah. What do you guys think about this? Uh, Yannick, I know your feelings sort of about this, so Dylan, you first. Yeah, this was a really good match, I thought. I do think that, again, like if we were just judging him just as normal, everything would be kosher pretty much. Uh, I'd really have no problems. I think as champion, I still don't really feel that championship level aura from Ueno. Uh, and yet, I mean, we're one one match into the tournament, or maybe by the end it'll change. But here, I thought these guys put on an excellent match, again, in terms of execution and moves. I don't think there was, like, this didn't have the emotional investment from me personally. Um but I, I would say it was better than, than their title match, which was kind of like another good match, but there was something missing from it. And I think there was something from missing from this match too, but it was still a great match because just because what they were doing was so well done and good. And both of these guys are excellent wrestlers. I think you know, from the in-ring perspective as well. I want to see Ueno grow a little bit more as champion is my only uh, real criticism of that. Uh, but besides that, I thought he worked well here with Higuchi. They, they showed some really good chemistry, and it was a, a really strong match and a good way to end the first night of the tournament. Yeah, um, well, to to the growing as a champion. He's been, like, at the point of this show, has been champion for two weeks. Exactly. Um, uh, two shows. Is, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even so, from when he won the tournament, I still think he had a long way to go uh, there as, as yeah. well, though. But... I think so too that this match like is it better than the the title match that they had? I think so because the title match wasn't what it really should have been. Yeah. Or what it had to be. 
And this what was what it had to be. And that's that's Higuchi putting over Ueno as as a champion in a strong way. Like this this is cementing Ueno. Yeah. And I'm yeah, the two best wrestler in DDT in my mind um, at the moment did this in the span of two weeks to for Ueno and that makes me you know this makes me really happy that that's just like exactly what should have been done and they it shows that they are sitting in like the same boat and telling the same story yeah I will say I did like uh, Ueno's fire up in that he was able to really go toe-to-toe with Higuchi and yes. not just be an underdog, which I thought was an important moment and a very smartly placed spot in the match where he was chopping him back and forth and they kind of had their strike exchange going on. And Ueno didn't feel like a lesser-than guy than Higuchi. So that does show some growth from where we were at last year as well as champion. Like you said, as champion, he's only been there two weeks. I still think he's missing a little something, but he's grown from the title match last year that we were even talking about. And I definitely felt better about him as champion than I did when he won the title, uh, which I was a little surprised that he won, obviously. And I, I was wondering if he had had what it takes. Um, and I thought he did a good showing on this night. Yeah. Um, this is the match of the show that I would, yeah. like without any caveats, I would recommend you watching this match. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Higuchi said after the match that uh, Ueno is on a completely other level than he was last year. And he sees now that he has become a lot stronger over the year. But he will, Higuchi will come back to that spot again and face him again. And Ueno basically said that he will win the DO as a champion. Because what else should he say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. I ain't winning this tournament. I'll never <laughs> be able to do it back and back. But yeah, the standings right now. Uh, a Block, uh, Yuki Ueno, uh, and Yuki Ino leads with two points. All of the other people haven't... I mean, Tetsu Eno and Daisuke Sasaki hasn't started their tournaments yet. And Higuchi and Arashima lost their two first matches here. And then in the B block, Yuki Naya, uh, Kanon, and Rei Saito all with two points, and Chris Brooks, Kazuki Hirata, and Mao all with zero points. But that will probably change as time goes along. <laughs> it would be really funny if Chris Brooks ended the tournament with zero points. <laughs> uh, just, yeah. Um, it would be a yeah. good story, though, to, to, if they were going to do the heel thing that we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, like, that would be a good way to get to it. Yeah. Uh, also in the news is that Shinma Katsumata will be back. Um, he is confirmed to be back to be coming back to in ring on the first show of 2024 on the Do final night on the third of January 2024 in Korkin. So hell yeah, Shinma Katsumata is coming back. No more yet on Yoshimura. <laughs> I'm so happy you can. Yeah, I was the the day before the show. I was um, I was texting with Ash, 
And he was like, yeah, I probably won't be able to, to live tweet this show because I'm working, but have an eye open. Like, something will happen. Because, oh, he he knew. He obviously, he knew. like, he knew, but he, yeah. know, uh, he knows how much of a fan I am. And because the, they announced the, the Philly announcement, which we, I'm sure we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. Um, there was something else I forgot on the top of my head. I was like, okay, is that it? Why would he tell? The Philly news, it's kind of big. I see that. Oh, Shunma is back. Yeah, okay. That was what he meant. Yeah. Oh, that was a really nice vote. Yeah. Uh, f- uh, yeah, can't wait for Shunma to be back. We have missed him dearly. Uh, but yeah, DDT announced that they are, on their show they announced that they are going to be part of the collective next year also. Hey, wait, before we get to yeah. that, what about Owashi? Oh yeah, Owashi is, is what, I, what it was. Yeah, yeah. The big return. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm very happy about that. I watched this show in my Owashi shirt, of course. Nice. <laughs> cool. But yeah, uh, next year... During WrestleMania weekend on April 4th, 2024, DDT returns to the States with DDT Goes Philadelphia. Um, awesome. Uh, TJPW has also announced that they are going to be joining this. So it's the exact same as this year, basically. Uh, they are partnering up with GCW's collective. Um, yeah, it, TJPW wasn't collective last year. That was yeah, an, yeah. another deal. Yeah. Um, but very cool. Yes. Yeah. Uh, look, really looking forward to that. It's awesome to always ha- to have DDT's uh, representation there. And uh, if they had announced that they are going to DDT goes to London, I would actually go to London the next year. <laughs> but I, that, I, yeah. Uh, and. Uh, I think that was all the news that got, uh, got announced here. Oh yeah, uh, DDT will have some representation on the All Japan Year End Mania X 2023 show in... Um, no, wait. Yeah, in Yogi National uh, Stadium on New Year's Eve. It's uh, Atsuki Aoyagi and Rising Hayato, the two big stars of the junior division. Versus Yuki Ueno and Toi Kojima of the Sona Kamina. Which is awesome. That's such a cool match. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, Ueno is bigger than them. I think so, at least. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he is the champion of DDT, so yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I meant physically. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Just terms of height. <laughs> um, but, like, Toi is... A way different wrestler than all the other three. Yeah. Um, and I'm so happy that he gets this spot, and I'm sure he can hang. Um, but in which way that will that we will see, and I'm very happy that we are able to. And I'm still I'm still blown away by this cooperation between. All Japan and DDT, I think there has only come good of it. I agree. For sure. 
yeah, I, I don't hope. think there's anything to complain about. Uh, it's worked out pretty well for both sides. Uh, both sides are getting different things out of it. Actually, actually wrong. Um, why the hell was Toshizo nothing. on Ultimate Ultimate Party? <laughs> well, that helped out uh, everybody. That helped out uh, all Japan greatly to have his presence. Sure. Sure. <laughs> big, big moves made uh, at Ultimate Party. But no, um, that probably won't be a, like a, a spotlight match on the show. Um, that's one of the biggest shows of the year for all Japan. It's technically the biggest yeah. uh, tied with the other Yo-Yogi show. But this one will have a spotlight on it with the big Triple Crown match. <laughs> yeah, gonna be uh, there. the big rematch between Kazuki Nakajima and Kento Miura. I am very high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going to be the biggest show of the year for them. So DDT gets on there, and Ueno, their champion, gets a spot as well. Um, it's possible you can go either way with the match because Toy's there. You could ideally, or you know, you could in theory put him as a lost post in the match and have one of the All Japan guys win, or you could just have Ueno win, and that is a big deal for Toy. You know, maybe they could spin it off in some way to have him fight uh, Atsuki and Hayato as well. We don't know how this Junior Battle of Glory is going to go and who's going to get the title uh, at, at coming out of it. But, uh, you know, these guys could be free. It might be a, a third candidate we're not thinking about. Yeah. And may, maybe we'll get there to where they can do a little bit more with some of the junior talents in uh, DDT crossing over the All Japan guys. Yeah. Yes, and I'm always here for more Dan Tamura and DDT. That would be awesome. But yeah, uh, then we move over to the previous section for DDT. Uh, DDT has two uh, DO Grand Prix shows this weekend, one on the second and one on the third. Both are in Shinjuku Face. Um, so the op- uh, I'll run through the cards now. Uh, the opener of night one, Tomorrow on Saturday, Yuki Wano, Toi Kojima, and Takeshi Masada, and Kasumi Sume versus Yunakeyama, Yuki Ino, Yusuke Okada, and Rukia. Then the really cool. matches uh, start uh, Tetsuo Eno versus Hiroshima in the A block, Kazusade Gucci versus Daisuke Sasaki in the A block, Chris Brooks versus Kanon in the B block, uh, Mao versus Kazuki Hirata in the B block, Yuki Naya versus Rei Saito. As the main uh, as the main event of the DO matches in the B block, uh, I Yukinaya and Ray Saito has been building for like a month now, <laughs> so yeah, yeah this we talked a match lot about the this match, and they yeah. they burn it quote unquote on night two, but at yeah. least you know that it gets a main event. Uh, I think the tag title match might main event uh, because it has Toru Sugiura in it. Um, oh no, no. Um, the the poster is Naya and Ray. Okay, but yeah. Uh, either way, tomorrow is also going to be K- the KOD tag title match of Roman Stan, Somutakao, and Shota versus Torusugura of Freedoms and Akito. I am really looking forward to that match. Actually, such a random match. Um, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Is it's it weird. a is it a lunch show or is it an evening show? Uh, I haven't checked. Um, I'm checking. Yeah. Uh, then night two in Shinjuku face. Uh, on the third on Sunday, Yunakeyama uh, opening match. Yunakeyama, Makoto Ishii, Yusuke Okada, and Rukia versus Harashima, Akito, Toikojima, and Takeshi Masada. Then a special tag: Mikami and Kasumi Sume versus Demos and Kanon. As we all know, 
Kasumasumi is the spiritual successor to Mikami. Uh, then the Dio matches, there are four matches on the show. A block, Yukiweno versus Daisuke Sasaki, the classic rivalry for the Universal title is back on. Maybe it will be for the KOD title in the future also. Uh, A, uh, A block, Tetsu Eno versus Yuki Ino. B block, Chris Brooks versus Mao. And B block, Yukinaya versus Kazuki Hirata. I think Chris Brooks, Chris Brooks versus Mao will be the main event of this show, or Ueno versus Sasaki. Okay, uh, so tomorrow it's a, an evening show. Okay. And on Sunday it's a lunch show. Okay. Chris Brooks is an interesting one this weekend. Because if Kanan doesn't manage to have a good match with Chris Brooks, <laughs> he might really be doomed. And also, Chris versus Mao have like legendarily good chemistry. Yeah. Um, they are always up for the dumbest of things. Um, so, I'm. That's like my most anticipated match is Chris versus Mao. I think that happens every year. It, ha- it's a, it has happened at least two times. And they're both great. Yeah, uh, Chris told us that he wanted to defend it against Mao. Uh, yeah. The Not quite the same. What can I tell you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I look forward to this this weekend's show from DDT. Uh, much more than I look forward to the Sapporo shows from Dragon Gate. Uh, <laughs> even though I like the main event and the semifinal on today's show. But yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, Dylan, do you have anything to say about DDT, about these DDT shows? Uh, the Brooks and Mao match, that's going to be like the most DDT match uh, oh, yeah. that we're going to get throughout this tournament. But I think that's something that we're going to uh, be in for. Uh, you know, if you're a big fan, I think that's the one you want to keep your eye on. Uh, Naya and Ray, that's the match they put the most into. Uh, I don't know how it'll go, but I've got an open mind to it. Uh, I hope it works out and things go well, and maybe that win will mean something for Naya, or if they just go with Saito, fine. It seems like that calls into question, remember we were previewing, I mentioned the possibility that Ray could end up actually winning at first to stretch this out longer and like kind of this would smooth out, not smooth out, but just give All Japan a little love on the relationship end. Uh, I mentioned that and it being so early makes it seem like that could be more of a possibility, so that's something to keep your eye on. I still think Naya would, though. Yeah. He should. <laughs> um, I think uh, we will be back with our next recording before the next uh, Grand Prix show after this, uh, because that is next Saturday on the 9th, and I I think we're going to record on either Friday or Thursday uh, next week, because uh, Dragon Gate has a Cork and Hall show that I predict is going to be a bit eventful. <laughs> Uh, but e- either way, uh, DDT also has a show next weekend that is a, a Grand Prix show, and I'll just preview it while we are while we're at it. Uh, Grand Prix in Osaka on the ninth in Osaka Asella Taisho Hall. Uh, uh, I'll the undercard matches on this look terrible, so I'll not even preview them. <laughs> Uh, the Dio Grand Prix uh, A Block Yuki Wano versus Tetsu Endo. 
Grumpy A Block, Kazusara Iguchi versus Harashima. That match will be great. They have. Yeah. Impeccable chemistry. Yeah. Uh, then the B Block, Yuki Onaya versus Kanon. And the B Block, my most anticipated race title match race title versus Kazuki Urata. And that show is main evented. Maybe it's main evented by the old age tag title match, but it could also be uh, Higuchi versus Harashima as the main event. But the old age tag title match, Eruption, Yuko, Sagiguchi, and Deku Kutani defending against Akiyama and Yusuke Okada of Burning. I haven't thought about Ray versus. Oh god. That would be pure chaos. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) If, If he's up for it. If Ray's up for it, oh, oh boy, oh boy. Yes, okay, you have me. <laughs> um, Dylan, are you caught up with the Real World Tag League? I am. What? How has the eruption matches been? Anything stand out? Yeah, we talked a little bit about it last week, the first half of the tournament. No, the Real World Tag League. And I thought they did a good job in pretty much all of their matches that I had seen. Yeah. And then I did see the show um, afterwards that we, we hadn't talked about. Then there were a few more after that as well. Eruption has definitely been a good team. Uh, they have done some good stuff. Unfortunately, they ran into the wall of the team that is Hideki, Suzuki, and Suwama uh, early on. And that turned into kind of a, a not a great match. match. Yeah, it wasn't a great match, and it was probably more accurately what he said. <laughs> How he said it is probably more righteous. Um, but then they that kind of threw them off a little bit, because even the, their matches since haven't been super spectacular, in my opinion. Uh, but you look at who they've, they've faced. They faced the Glate team, and hey, uh, Hayato Tamara oh. is a fantastic uh Galena Del Ball, I kind of said it on the other show. He's somebody I really enjoyed and had a lot of fun with. In Glate, in this kind of bigger spot in the tag league, I don't think he's been great. We mentioned it earlier how he had the <laughs> the worst finish of the year with Ray Saito on the drill hole pile driver. Um, the other one was Cyrus and Ryan Davidson, who's been doing great stuff, uh, but it wasn't a great match either. That was probably the best of th- the three. So long story short, they were good in the first few matches. They've kind of gone down a little bit as the tournament's gone along. But a lot of that is their opponents as well. Because, like I said, they got lower in quality as time went along. I will be catching up on the real world as this weekend goes along uh, because it looks pretty cool. But, yeah. Uh, Some Gumbare Pro and Glate news since before we talk about the Dragon Gate. Uh, Gumbare Pro's Corgan Hall show on the 27th of December will feature Gumbare versus Glate matches. So Glate versus Gumpro is going to be the undercard of that that show. And it, it is main evented by Isami Kodaka defending his Spirit of Gumbari title versus uh, Shuhiro Katsumura, who I think is the tag champ right now. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. So Family. I think that match could be very good. Uh, I I sadly don't think Katsumura has a chance of beating Isami. Hmm. But I think there is a chance. 
Um, because really is Gumbory. True. And like everything to get the title of Kudok, he sucks so much in this role. Yeah, he's kind of like driving me away from wanting to catch up with the title matches. I I know I should, but I forget about. Watch the tag titles; they're great. Yeah, yeah um, I... they had on the twenty third of um, of November. They had the the show Elevator to the Gallows. Um, I only I've only seen the. He disappeared. He disappeared. Oh no. My headset was off. Okay. <laughs> For how long? Um, you s- started talking about the GunPro show. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I only seen the title matches. And the Spirit of Gumbry tag team titles match is obviously Katsumura, who we are talking about, and Takuya Wada. Um, ground absolute, absolute, exactly, and uh, that's such a fitting name. It's a, it's great. And they took on Keisuke Ishii and Munetatsu Nakamura, and there has never been a more Yonic team than these two. Yeah, (laughs) I literally am on my Twitter header. (laughs) Um, it was a good match. Obviously, like there's no chance Mune was winning, but. Um, it was really, really well done. Fifteen minutes, and the main event, Isami versus Shota. It was a typical Isami match in this rain, which means they just feel half-assed. Yeah, which most Isami Kodaka matches feel these days. Like just yesterday, I've seen him be awesome in 2019. Yeah, like I can easily go back and have fond memories of Isami uh, Kotaku. It's it's not that hard. Like he, just before the pandemic, he was a great wrestler on the indie scene. But... Makes you makes you wish we have had uh, Hartley back. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, I am. I will catch up with Gunpro. It's one of the sh- one of the promotions that I'm very behind on all the time. So yeah. Uh, but that has been DDT. Let's talk some Dragon Gate. Um, we not that much to review in, on Dragon Gate. We don't even have the card for um the Corgan Hall ha- show happening on the sixth this upcoming week. But since uh you guys recorded, they had a live show in Kumamoto. Uh, which was Genko Iguchi's anniversary show in his hometown. You guys previewed it last week. Um, I want to really, ma- I want to mention three matches from the show. Uh, Yuki Yukioshoka versus Jason Lee was a very fun uh, sprint, uh, but it was o- sadly overshadowed by Jackie Funky Kame versus Shun Skywalker in an amazing match. <laughs> um. Yeah, for and, basically a house show that was uncalled yeah. for. Yeah, the, uh, uncalled for greatness here. Uh, Shin Skywalker debuted a like new Boston Crab like 
uh, thing that he he's doing now, and I really like the way he did it with uh, Jackie. And Jackie Funky Kame is just one of the best wrestlers in the world, and he sadly doesn't get. He is underappreciated by the the, the company he works for, and he is underappreciated by most of the people who that watch the, that company also. It's sad because he's so great. Yeah, yeah, I uh, totally agree. I feel like he's one of the best guys on the whole roster. Um, in every scenario you could put him in, he's he makes it better by his involvement in it. Whether it's a tag team, whether it's a six man match, you know, whether it's a singles match, and a lot of you know, let's face it. In all of these scenarios that I'm mentioning, he's not exactly getting major matches like that where, yeah. you know, there's a lot of storyline investment. He, you know, he hasn't, has he ever been the focus of like a real storyline? Really? The, the last storyline he was the focus of was, uh, well, the tag title and, uh, to, feud with uh, the Kung Fu Masters is kind of that, but, but the last the SBK. thing. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly Brave what I was thinking. Yeah, that was yeah, the that last was... time he was like featured as like a single guy and in the focus of the story. And that was a long time ago. You know, you're talking yeah. two years at that point. Hey, we are actually on the anniversary of their first match uh, for the Brave Gate. Uh, wow, how about it that? Happened, Fantastic Gate 2021 in Cork and Hall two years ago. That was their second match. I'm sorry, their second match. But yeah. But yeah, and. It... I wish that they would do a lot more with him because I think he has a lot uh, to to gain. And maybe that is a problem uh, because he was kind of attached to SBK somewhat. When SBK bounced, maybe that left him in kind of a no man's land. He doesn't have the dude that you can yeah. kind of put him. Yeah. Yeah. He has kind of lost his, uh, like, he he has lost his shingle, kind of, if he would. like. He, yeah, like BB. BB yeah. Work, yeah. He yeah, he kind of um, he has lost the because Asian has Mochizuki Junior to fall yeah. back on yeah yeah it's that's exactly the thing that he he doesn't have that guy uh, anymore I th- Shun could be that guy the thing is Shun has so many guys that he is that with so. <laughs> yeah they need to make him a new one to Jackie because yeah. Jackie needs to be a guy on the come up. We should be looking forward at this guy making a big step forward, a big evolution of some sort. And he's just a gr- like. It's unfortunate that I say it like this, but he's just uh, just a guy on the card yeah. who happens to be also one of your most talented performers <laughs> and yeah. has been for a long time now. Um, even if it was the team, like you know him and Jason as a team, I think you could still do a lot of great things with them. Yeah, uh, which they seem to be not very interested in right now. Did you notice in uh, you know Jason lately? He's really bulked up a little bit. He's gotten a bit bigger lately, yeah. more muscu- muscly. Uh, so it's interesting. Maybe he's maybe that's something they're gonna have some plans with him uh, going forward, and, and that would be cool. Uh, but Jackie, man, he needs something uh, to go for because I just think he's just a phenomenal, phenomenal talent. Like you said, underappreciated. Uh, yeah. Not just by the company, but because because he doesn't have anything you can point to 
it always shines on the house shows, and the house shows are the only the hardcore fans like us that watch. So, and, and even then, like I said, he's not even any, yeah. any. He's not doing anything. You know, like if you're trying to point to stuff. I mean, this was a great match. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but how often is it we get him in a match? You could say, "Damn, that was a four, you know, four and a quarter, four and a half, whatever yeah. star match." It's not that often that he even gets the opportunity to have those kind of matches, unfortunately. And hopefully they can give him more and do more with him. Or uh, if he's start... in those kind of matches, it is the, the multi-mans. Like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, as I mentioned uh, today, the first is the anniversary of the Jackie Funky Kame and SP Kento match for the Bravegate in Corken. And it's also because on that show was the Mask versus Mask, mask uh, tag match between where Dragon Dyer lost his mask. So it this December the first is the anniversary of a lot of thing, things in the in uh, Dragon Gate. The legendary uh Dra- Dragon Dyer uh, and Dyer Infernal double turn. But yeah. That's you know, we... still one of the craziest storytelling yeah. moments in Japanese wrestling that yeah. I can remember. For sure. Absolutely. Like, one of the most well-done, uh, shocking to the fans how it played out. It turned out in a completely different way than everybody expected. Because, you know, going into that, everyone thought it was certain that Inferno was just going to lose the match. Yeah. And yeah. instead, they did all of this other... Like, he still lost the mask, mm-hmm. but all of this other stuff that made it so much more and so much better was like so it was beautiful man it was awesome looking at this match i'm thinking of all the crazy stuff that has happened over the last two years because this match involved dai inferno yuki oshoka uh, and diamante teaming up as red versus dragon dyer and shun skywalker masquerade now diamante and shun skywalker have been in the unit and they are now not in the unit anymore and feuding Daya Inferno and Dragon Daya, Yuki Oshoka and Dragon Daya are the tag champs, and Yuki Oshoka had a had a half year long reign with the Dream Gate. <laughs> a lot of crazy stuff can happen, and it's all because of this one match that happened in Corican one uh, two years ago on this day. Yeah, and we should on them not doing anything. <laughs> well, and that's kind of not to shit on anybody, but I just think isn't it a little weird? Well, we're in December. December just started. We have no real clues about where yeah. this Dreamgate is going at all. Like nothing we have is no set up. No idea even. who's yeah. going to face uh, Kikura at Final Gate. Yeah, and I mean they've done matches before, even Final Gate in December at times. You know, just last year they had the match with Mochizuki, which was a yeah. bonus match. Uh, you know, and we don't have any sign of anything going on with the Dreamgate. It's like. We had the match with with Big Boss, and then it's like it's it's faded, <laughs> like you know it's faded away, like everything they had with Kikuda. Um, yeah. Now Kikuda is Santa on December first. Yes, yes. And that was amusing for, for yeah, to say, amusing. especially that he wrestled with the hat. Yeah, yeah. We'll mention that match in a bit. But uh, one last match I want to mention from this Genki Origuchi uh, anniversary show is his anniversary match. In a main event, Genki Uruguchi, Dragon Kid, and Ryo Saito versus M3K, the original M- M2K, Masaki Mochizuki, Susumu Mochizuki, and Yasushi Kanda. 
all these people are Torimon uh, alumni, <laughs> and that's that stayed with Dragon Gate. It is crazy that Dragon Gate are able to do this uh, with people that have been with the company for this long. Uh, I very few uh, wrestling companies can do that, and I I I really like this. It was a very charming main event. Genki Oguchi, when he wants to, still got it in spades, and I think he he made like the crowd was very hot for this show, and I thought it was very fun. So I definitely recommend watching the. Shinsuke versus Jackie Funky Kame match from this show, and I, if you are a fan of the Genki, of Genki Horiguchi, I definitely recommend the main event. Or Rio Saito. Or Rio Saito. But yes, uh, on to what uh, Dragon Gate is doing in, now in December. They have already started December off with their first show in Sapporo today. Uh, as we all know, BB Hulk and Casey are from Sapporo, so these are homecoming shows. Uh, ba- three back to day, back to back homecoming shows for them in uh, uh, Hokkaido Sapporo, in the same stadium as always, the football uh, indoor venue, with the same bad quality of the camera and miking. <sighs> I always say this about the Sapporo shows. They, these Sapporo shows are for Casey, BB Hulk, and the fans in, in Sapporo. They are not for us. But AK, I still, K. Yeah, yeah, yeah K. K was there. Uh, shout out. Shout out. But I have, I have watched two matches from this show that I recommend. Uh, I recommend both, actually. But one I recommend strongly. Um, the first one was right after the intermission, a Reva New Generation special singles match, Kota Minora versus Strong Machine J. Strong Machine J picks up the win in a surprising uh, win after 12 minutes and 45 seconds with the machine suplex. I I really like the finishing stretch of this match. Uh, Strong Machine J was very was on uh, was very hot there, and him picking up the win over Kota Minora is pretty cool. And again, this this show happened today, so you guys haven't had the time to check check it out that much. I think Dylan, you said you watched the main event because I yeah uh, yeah because I saw you recommended on Twitter. That's why yeah. I give you credibility, Sandre. You know, I I had to listen to what you had to say. I was listening to your wise words. Yeah, and of course I was gonna uh, recommend this eighth man tag in the main event. All of the courage. Uh, Dragon Daya, Ryo Tanaka, Yuki Ushoka, and Madoka Kikura in a Santa costume. <laughs> uh, versus Natural Vibes, KC, Big Boss Shimizu, UT, and Jackie Funky Kame. Jackie Funky Kame picks up the win with the JFK on Ryo Tanaka after 17 minutes and 40 seconds of great, uh, great unit warfare uh, action. Man. I. Ryo Tanaka being added to the courage has paid off in spades. It's such a good thing. This is a fun match. There's a better one on the YouTube uploads. <laughs> yeah. That that is how good they are. Uh, uh, Tanaka is great. 
Yes, but that match doesn't have anyone wearing a Santa hat now, does it? It's true. That true. does that doesn't have my new Discord profile picture in it. Does it? <laughs> okay, okay. On which day does Santa come in your countries? Uh, on the twenty fourth. Yeah, same. I guess uh, it's the it's technically the twenty fifth. Once midnight passes, the twenty fifth. That's when Santa. Yeah, it's a, it's the sixth in Switzerland. Close what enough. the hell? It's yeah, because he's not, because it's no twenty fourth is is um what's the well like the twenty fifth is Christmas, right? Um, twenty fourth is like what's Christmas it called? Eve. Christmas Eve, exactly. Yeah. But Santa isn't Christmas. So Santa is Santa. Okay, so Santa gets his own day in Switzerland. Yeah, well, I'm not sure if it's technically the same Santa, but yeah, oh, he does. Okay. Is it that uh, evil Santa that the Germans no. have that like? Oh yeah, people? yeah, exactly, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, you you gotta watch out for this European Santa that's kidnapping people and killing people and stuff like that. Wow, I I, I will. This sounds yeah. scary. You didn't know this, Sandre? No. That, You're about to be on the me. naughty list if you keep this up. You don't respect Krampus. <laughs> but yeah, uh, definitely recommend this opera show as main event. I I don't think I would recommend watching the whole show because of the audio issues and all that other stuff. Um, no, nothing newsworthy happened as far as I'm aware. No like big announcements because it's the opera shows after all. <laughs> I'll preview uh, the, the, the tomorrow's and Sunday show, uh, but a couple of matches look good here. Um, s- tomorrow opens with Yamato, Dragon Kid, Genki Uguchi versus Strong Machine J, UT, and Jackie Funky Kame. Uh, then there's a singles match, Don Fuji versus Problem Dragon. A truly high quality uh, network stuff here. Uh, then an eight man tag. All of the courage versus um, oh yeah, all of the courage versus Shun Skywalker Kai Ishin and Yoshiki Kato. That is all of Seabrats now that Hyo is gone. I remember that now. Uh, speaking of Hyo, big hug Hyo and Luis Monte. Yes, that is their official name. Take on their former Twin Gate champions Susumu Mochizuki and Yasushi Kanda, MK, and then in the main event, uh, BB Hulk, Kota Minora, and Ben K. Versus Casey, Big Boss, Shimizu, and Jason Lee of Sea Rats. Gold Class versus uh, sorry, Gold Class versus Natural Vibes in the main event here. Um, Casey, uh, both the hometown boys in the main event of Night Two in Sapporo uh, tomorrow, and then on Sunday, December third, it is still in Sapporo. Um, opener: Madoka Kikura, Yuki Oshoka, and Dragon Daya versus Don Fuji, Susumu Mochizuki, and Yasushi Kanda. Then singles match Genki Origuchi versus Problem Dragon. Then an interesting singles match that I'll probably watch Ben K versus Ryo Tanaka. Then a tag match Big Hug, Luis Monte and Hyo versus Strong Machine J and Jason Lee. Then an eight man tag KC, Big Boss Shimizu, UT, Jackie Funky Kame versus All of Seabrats. And then a tag match main event BB Hulk. And Kota Minora of Gold Class versus Yamato and Dragon Kid, the two parts of the Twin Gate, uh, Triangle Gate champions. What I want to know is, 
what's going to happen if Big Hug and Big Time fight each other? <laughs> True. Too much big yeah, I, at the same time. It's the biggest match that they have left. Um, uh, have you seen any of Hyo and Luis Monte teaming? A I little have seen bit. I wasn't impressed. I, I, yeah. Hyo isn't... Uh, like, he still hasn't... I, I, if he kicks into gear, I hope he does, but if he kicks into gear, he hasn't done it yet. Yeah, yeah, I, I just wanted to see what you guys thought, if you were more impressed. But it, it looks like we all agree. Uh, yeah. I, I think it will. the big fest test will be the upcoming Brave Gate title match on uh, uh, Tuesday on the 5th in Corkin. Oh, right on Evil Santa Eve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, on Tuesday, the only announced matches are... Uh, Hyo versus Ishin for the Brave Gate, and I don't know if Kai versus uh, uh, Luis Monte is still on. If Kai has gotten better again, I think he has. Yeah, because he's wrestling on the Sapporo shows. Uh, so yeah, Kai and Kai and Luis Monte might still happen uh, on Corrigan. This they can't take that thing. match away from us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? They sat. They sadly haven't announced the card for uh Corkin, so we can't preview that. But we will be reviewing that next week. Uh, and uh, another match. I hope I will get my hands on and between uh, I can. I mean, I can buy the pay per view on Fight Plus, but I don't really like to use Fight Plus. Uh, <laughs> this Saturday tomorrow. Masaki Mochizuki and his dog are in the States right now. And Masaki Mochizuki is doing his first match back in the States in a long, long time. I think in a couple of, like, over 10 years, I think it was the thing. But he is facing Speedball Mike Bailey tomorrow in Pro Wrestling Revolver. And you can watch that on Fight Plus. Uh, yeah. Shout out Tell to him Sandre sent you. Yeah. <laughs> At uh, 3 a.m. in the evening for us Europeans. <laughs> so I'm not watching it live. But I, I will be watching this, for sure. That's disappointing. <laughs> but the, I'm lucky I'm probably not watching it at all. But I don't have time for that. <laughs> uh, it, looks real, it looks real cool. I think uh, Pro Wrestling Revolver is a good company. So I think that this should be pretty good. Uh, but yeah. It will be interesting to see what else uh, Mochizuki does. He has a confirmed match versus Brian Keith, I think, in Texas. Which is cool. I probably watch more forward to that than the, the Bailey one. Yeah. Like, Mochi versus Brian Keith sounds very fun. It is. It is funny that Mochi is going to the states for two weeks, and he had he had to bring he had to bring his dog. He couldn't leave it at home. I mean, what what should he do? Should he leave it to Junior? Yeah, that's true. Would would we like he's not responsible? You've seen what he posts Here, on Twitter. Here's here's a question for the listeners: Would you t trust Mochizuki Junior with your dog? Please send us your answers. Oh man. <laughs> You're putting the, the listeners on the spot right now. 
This is the big stuff. This is the big questions that we need the answers to. <laughs> but yeah, uh, one last thing with Dragon Gate, and then we will close the show. Um, it aired earlier this week, uh, the show from Iwate, uh, from Michinoku Pro's 30th anniversary uh, tour, that it was taped on the 18th of November, but it aired this earlier this week on Monday. It it was um, the rematch from Dangerous Gate now, but now for the MPW Toku Junior Heavyweight Title, Fujita Junior Ayato versus Yamato. In a disappointing rematch, uh, compared I because I really liked their their match uh, at uh, Dangerous Gate. I thought that was very good. But this, I just felt, was very underwhelming. Uh, I, I was very disappointed with it. Uh, Yamato was full-on eyeliner heel, so it might be because of that. Uh, but yeah, what did you guys think about this Emperor match? Did you guys watch it? Yeah. Did I you did. watch it, Yannick? Yes. What did um, you think? This match happened? I know you've got big takes on this. Yes, and it's that I don't have... This was, I watched it, and I felt nothing. Yeah. This was fine. The problem is, I watched uh, the Junkasai and Musashi uh, barbed wire yes. contact deathmatch right before I watched this, because that I was did. right before this. And that match was amazing. <laughs> that match was really good. If you, uh, like, if, yeah, but if you like death matches and you want to see Musashi do you that, know I do. you know I do. The only thing I was thinking during death matches, I really want to see Musashi versus uh, Ikuto Hidaoka. <laughs> but yeah, Musashi versus Junkasai, I at least thought was a pretty good death match. You should. Musashi's great. Love seeing him get. <laughs> more of a spotlight with the New Japan stuff, and now this death match with June. That's awesome. Yeah, what did you think about uh, Yamato versus Sayato? Yeah, you know, I, I felt similar. I didn't like this match that they had. I thought it was good enough. You know, it wasn't a bad match, and I didn't think this was a bad match either. <laughs> uh, but there was really nothing that I thought that they did that made this special in any way. Uh, yeah. To be honest with you, uh, it was a good little showing. Um, Hayato looked good, uh, I thought. Uh, I liked, especially even when he was on defense, a lot of this was Yamato in control, which is a recipe for doom <laughs> for my personal interest in any of his matches. But I thought uh, Hayato did a great job of making it as, as compelling as he could. They came up with a strong finish, and I was happy that obviously he won. <laughs> it would have been horrible if Yamato had won. But I don't think that it was significantly different than the first match, which I didn't like as much as a lot of people. I know some people liked it, but this was like a good match, you know, that three and a half star type of level, seven out of ten, whatever. Uh, like, I'd give it a wreck, but not that I feel strongly about it either way. It'll be forgotten, uh, which yeah. unfortunately is the tale. Like, they keep putting Fujita against all of these lame guys that that <laughs> makes them have these like, solid, he's so good that he makes them better. But the thing is, Yamato isn't lame, he just doesn't want to put in effort. <laughs> That's the problem. Which makes him lame. Yeah, I, I guess. But he, 
And the same thing for Hiromu. Like he didn't put in effort. Yeah, it was a late, like it was a fine match, but not what it should have been. The thing is, Yamato when he puts it on, he puts it on very, very well. Yeah, it didn't help that it was in front of an empty gym. Oh, that that's fair. That's that's a totally that, fair point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the most alive that crowd was was during the Jun Kasai entrance, and that makes sense. Uh, by the way, did you know, notice the did you recognize the ref, uh, Yannick? I'm sorry. Or, I didn't... Did you recognize the ref for Jun Kasai versus uh, uh, Musashi? Um, I wasn't like uh, no, it, didn't it, was, it, was, it was Fat Sony from Actor Skills. <laughs> How about that crossover? I, but I, I, but I why? That guy everywhere. I thought I thought that he is a, a Nosaka guy. I know. Where, why was he in the water? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, also, I also thought he was exclusive to Osaka because that's the only place I ever see him. But <laughs> oh, shout out! Shout, shout out, Fat Sonny uh, Ref. He he always pops us when we watch Actress Girls. But yes, have they have they ever had a death match like this in Actress Girls? Oh. They have yeah. Maru. It counts. Uh, no, that was in Star Wars. I, I immediately thought of the Tom Nakano exploding bar wire match, but that was in Stardom. Oh, no. That was in Stardom. Yeah. But that was, like, right after she came from Actress Girls, so that was why... Yeah, why close why. enough. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Mar- Mario counts, I guess. <laughs> I mean, she has the chain. She has the chain. She she likes the she has the play. she has the title match. Yeah, we will see how that is. Uh, if you want to listen to the review of that title match, listen to Actress Stage next weekend. <laughs> I think. Oh, goddamn, I lit it up, right? <laughs> okay, yes. that was this show. If you guys have anything more to say, say it now. Well. Um... I want to encourage everybody to listen to my other shows. Uh, Eastern Lariat, we've been on a little bit of hiatus because Striga's been busy, but we're coming back hot and heavy very soon, and uh, we'll finish the year off in some good ways. Uh, we have uh, our year-end awards that are coming up. Uh, we've got some plans for that. It's gonna be There's going to be some subtle changes, some different things that we teased in the half-year awards that are coming to fruition. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun going through the whole year of Japanese pro wrestling in every company. Including DD and Dragon Gate and Actress Girls and Michinoku Pro and everything, really, pretty and much. It, yeah. Um, listen to Russell Update. We've been busy on that. Me and Nello have been doing shows for that, uh, talking about all kinds of crazy stuff uh, going on in American wrestling. And we will be back again very soon as well with that. Um, you know, just uh, make sure to support everybody. Uh, I would say, like, everybody who's doing shows are doing their best on them. We've got some good stuff coming forward. I'm going to make some special guest appearances uh, to close out the year and a couple of shows. I, I won't reveal them right now, but you'll know pretty much in a week or so, probably. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun stuff and just keep keep all of the people that could be targets of Scandinavian Santa in your thoughts. Uh, Whoa! Because... Scandinavian Santa is nice. We are, we are not the evil Santa. That's the German. Oh, who... oh it's German? Who's Krampus? 
That's not Scandinavia. Oh, okay. I apologize um, to Scandinavian Santa. Yeah, I'm trying, but I don't know. Well, be brave people. for evil Santa, wherever he's from, whoever he. You yeah. know, we we have to be be vigilant against him, much like in the Futurama episode where it was Robo Santa, like he just went crazy, or Santa yeah. Slay with Goldberg. We we, we have but, to get rid of this evil Santa epidemic. But at least Madoka Kikura Santa is safe. Oh, he he's he's given all the presents. You know, yeah. he's doing good things. He's got the stockings filled. He's got some good food probably cooking. Hey, I bet Kikuda has some good stuff. He's probably giving out some chocolates. Uh, you know, people. Kikuda was already the youngest Dreamgate champion of all time. Now he is the youngest Santa of all time. <laughs> With the fakest beard. Yeah, true. Uh, Yanni, do you have anything? Uh... Who do you think yes. will win in a Santa battle? Kikuda or Junakiyama, Mr. Christmas? Um, Junakiyama. Ooh. Experience is key. I think I think I remember seeing Togi Makabe in a uh, in a Santa costume one time. So I'll say a Togi Makabe makes a run in attack. Who is your in all of wrestling? Who is your dream Santa? Oh, it's got to be Toro Washi. Come on. Okay. okay. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> I have no flaws. You presented. Yeah, so listen, um, if you haven't already, listen to my episode of the dramatic special with the truest true Santa, Flosh. Um, it was a very nice talk, and I hope you'll have fun and learn something. For sure. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm so glad I, I, I'm back home and can do this. Uh, it, it was needed. Yeah. I have really missed recording uh, because if if you guys saw my twi- my Twitter last week, I think I said it last week. But when we uh, the day after we reviewed uh, Ultimate Party, I was hit with some very terrible news, and it has taken me a couple of, of weeks to recover from that. And yeah, but you're back better than I'm, ever, and I'm I'm really happy. The last month of the year has started. We are looking forward to the rest of the year for both our companies. And with that, until next time, until next week, we love you. And as always, be ready, wake up, and go. Bye.